On this episode, you will learn that God has an inheritance available to help you to become great. And making people great is not a new thing with God. He's given us plenty of evidence. Stay tuned. Life was bitter to the core. There was nothing to live for until love came. My name is Harold J. Perkins, and at the age of 17, I was selling drugs and on my way to an early grave. While sitting in my house with about 10 guys, God gave me an out-of-body experience, and I was lifted above the room. I could see everything moving in slow motion. After that, I got up and put those guys out, and I cried out to Jesus Christ. He came into my life with liberty and purpose. Then I ran into religion. And it has taken me over 40 years to navigate through religion to fully understand what came into me that day. This podcast is to help put you on a faster track than it took me to get through religion and experience life, liberty, and purpose on a higher level. So get ready. We're about to start a revolution. Again, welcome. I'm excited to continue talking about the power to become great. It's already in you. And if you're in Jesus Christ, it's a great day to be alive because we are coming into a day when the wealthiest, the most brilliant, the most gifted and talented people in the world will be believers in Jesus Christ. With Jesus Christ in them, they will tap into their God-given gift that was in them at birth and will become great in their field. This is not something new with God. It's new with religion that has watered down the power of God to make someone great. Abraham was a man God found in Genesis chapter 12. At 75 years old, God told him to leave where he was and to go to a place that he would show him and he would make his name great. He followed God's instructions and one chapter later, he was very rich. God made him one of the richest men in the world and made his name great, so great that about 6,000 years later, we are still talking about him. And his seed, Jesus Christ, was the greatest man to ever walk the earth. God did what he said he would do with him. Solomon was a seed of Abraham, and Solomon became the wisest man to ever live and also one of the wealthiest men who ever lived. So when I say that God can make you great, the Bible backs me up. In the Bible, Gideon was a man who was afraid of the enemies of God's people until an angel showed up and told him that he was a mighty man of valor. He believed what the angel said, and God used him to defeat the enemy. God made him great when he believed. He can make you great, too, in your area of gifting. You may not know now what your gift is, just like Gideon didn't know what it was, but if you will seek God and get close enough to hear him, he will show it to you and age has nothing to do with it. I told you Abraham was 75 years old when God moved him to make him great. David was a teenager with the lowest job on the planet at the time. He was a shepherd. The job was the lowest because he had to fight off lions and bears who were out to eat the sheep that he was responsible to keep safe. He did such a good job that God said, I'm going to make you king over my people, and he did. He made him so great that Jesus Christ is known as the son of David. Another example is Isaac, the son of Abraham. At a time when there was a famine and no other farmers were growing anything, 
Isaac sowed seed as God directed him, and he received a hundredfold return on what he sowed in the same year when nobody else could do it. The Bible says in Genesis 26, 13, and 14 that he waxed great and became very great. He was so great that the people of the land envied him and asked him to leave the land because he was so much greater than them. Who made him great? God. And he can make you great with your gift as you seek him. If you believe in Jesus Christ, God has made a promise to give you an inheritance. And the inheritance will help you to do what you were put on the planet to do. Don't take my word for it. Let's read the Bible. I'm in Galatians chapter 3, verse 29. And if you be in Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. It says that we are heirs with Christ. What did Christ inherit? Listen to Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners spoken times past unto the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world. Jesus Christ inherited all things. Therefore, all things are yours. Now, how do you get them? Well, you have to believe it's yours and put a demand on it. How do you put a demand on it? Just like your father God and Jesus did. They both called in what they wanted with words. God in the beginning looked at darkness and said, let there be light, and it was so. Jesus looked at the tomb of a man who had been dead for four days and called him out, and he came out alive. Now you say, come on, Harold. That was God and his son, Jesus. Well, Listen to Psalms 82, verse 6. I have said, you are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. If we are children of God, then we should act like our Father. And it says here that we are gods. Now, it's a little g. We are not the Almighty God, but we are one with Him. We are Him multiplied. So great things should be happening in us, with us, and through us. Listen to Hebrews chapter 6, verse 13 and 14. For when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely blessing I, I will bless you, and multiplying I, I will multiply you. What we just read is saying that we are God multiplied. And we have power in what we say when we renew our mind to believe this and start acting like our Father. How do we do this? Water and sunshine, like I've been saying. Reading and meditating in God's Word. Spending time with God in prayer and worship. All the greatness you are is already in you. Just as much as an apple tree is in an apple seed. You are the seed of Abraham and the seed of Christ. Both became great and so can you. Great in your area of gifting. God wants to make you a trophy of greatness before the world. Listen to James chapter 1, verse 12. Blessed is the man that endures temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to them that love him. Everybody sees a crown on your head. And God wants to give you the crown of life so all can see that he did it, that he has elevated you. But notice it says, after you endure temptation. Why? Because God wants you to be and stay humble. And when you have gone through temptation and learned that if not for Jesus Christ and Holy Spirit, you would not have made it, you give all the glory to your Lord Jesus Christ. 
power and anointing like never seen before is coming upon the humble in Christ. And you will take this power and anointing into your area of gifting. I've done this in business. Unbelievers saw the power of God moving in my business. And many came to believe in Jesus Christ because they saw the supernatural at work. But it's about to be greater than I've seen before. God wants to use you to make a statement to the world. But you have to have faith. Listen to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder to those that diligently seek him. It is impossible to please God without faith. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It keeps going back to the word of God, the water our spirit needs. Just like in the natural, our body needs water, our spirit does too. The Bible, the word of God is what we need. This is how we grow spiritually to become who we were meant to be. You are already something great in seed form. Most people take the greatness that was in them to the grave. It never grew out of seed form when they were on earth. Will you do the same? It's your decision. It's not up to God. He's already placed it in you. It's up to you to give the seed what it needs. If you look at some of the greatest athletes that have ever lived, the common denominator was their consistency at developing their gift. They endured consistent, sometimes painful workouts to show their greatness to the world. It's the same process in the spirit. And when you combine consistent workouts on your gift and consistent water and sunshine for the seed of Christ in you, you will rise to the top in your area of gifting. The power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is in you. Power that can also raise you to the top of your area of gifting. But you've got to be close enough to hear the instruction from God and humble enough to obey. Listen to Romans chapter 8, verses 14 through 18. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself bearing witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. For I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Notice, it's a glory in us that will be revealed if we endure until the end. Notice it says, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God. Well, to be led by the Spirit of God, we got to get to know His voice. One of the first in-depth times that God was speaking to me, it was so quiet and natural that it sounded like me on the inside. God's voice is quiet. Listen to 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 11 and 12. And he said, go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind ripped the mountains and broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. God was in the still, small voice. In a day when we have so much noise going on, we have to take the time to shut everything off and spend time with God. It's in the quiet time that we hear God. I'm so glad that I learned to have quiet time with him every morning. I can listen to the Bible on my phone, but that's not quiet time. When I'm reading the Bible, it's quiet, 
and the Spirit of God is talking to me through the pages I'm reading. Think of what life can be like when you have the God of all creation leading you, leading you to do whatever you need to do, parenting, working, in business, your marriage, in your gift. He's willing, but he's also a jealous God for your sake. He's jealous because he knows he made you to need him. And without him, you can't be the best version of you. You can have success because he made you so gifted, but something will be missing. His joy, his peace, his love. Greatness is in you, and with him, you can experience it with all the wonderful gifts of the Spirit, becoming the envy of those who see you in your area of gifting. And the best few that will enable you to endure and bring your gift to the world is love, love for people. This podcast I'm doing is all about love for people. I know what I'm called to do in this day, encourage the young and the old to be who God created them to be. It's mainly the young because most that are older have settled for religion and don't want to change. This is how it was in Jesus' day. His disciples were young, and Jesus was just 30 years old when he started his ministry. So in this day, a young radical people will arise and turn this world upside down with a divine love for people. While the world is full of selfish and prideful people, they will be humble and full of God's love. Love for people is the greatest motivator to be great. You don't want the greatness for yourself. You want it to be a blessing to people and to glorify your God by being who he created you to be. There is hope, faith, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Love will promote you to greatness because God is love. And when you love like him, his supernatural power is working with you to take you higher and higher in your area of gifting. Let me say right here, if you don't know our living Savior, Jesus Christ, you can get to know him now. Pray this prayer with me. Say, God, I believe that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die for my sins. Jesus, I accept you into my life as my Lord and my Savior. Help me to live this life. Thank you. That's it. It's that simple. If you believe what you just prayed, he has come in. Start reading the Bible for yourself. You can start in the book of St. John and in the book of Romans, and God will begin to show you his purpose for your life, and he'll begin to show himself unto you. Okay, we'll see you on the next episode.